You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Still the quarantine edition. It's a Roman podcast. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Cast. Let me guess your phone, if you hear beats in the background, your phone is telling you that Roman podcast is now live. Yeah, I wish it was <laughs> just that. And okay. We've kind of adjusted my uh, system for if we want to play clips. Right. Normally, I, w- I was about to start playing our, what I do is I, I watch our version of right. our live stream to make sure everything's okay. Uh, so pardon my, pardon the echo you're going to hear in a second. I realize I'm, I'm now feeding back the volume. There we go. Yeah, there you go. I, I realize that if I start that up, people will be like, what, what, what just happened uh, without explaining it? So <laughs> I waited. So now I can just keep it on and make sure that everything's streaming properly. So basically watch out in the future. We're going to have when, when we discuss stuff and if we have different things, we'll actually be able to, we always had the technology, but we're going to start. If you find something during the week and we want to hear a clip, if we want to hear a Karen, or if we or if we want to hear you mean some somebody's rant or somebody if somebody goes offside or whatever the case may be or some sports announcer, we can play that clip, audio like well the audio clip, but without cooperating. Anymore. Yeah, and it, and it's gonna go flawless. I'm gonna hit play, and it's not gonna jump to a commercial random. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. Why would it? <laughs> Weird thing. Um, on the social medias, you know, there's a lots of body camera stuff about people being arrested you mean on with no provocation and all the stuff that's going on which is horrible but every time i get caught in one of these facebook loops these you mean these rabbit holes where it's like oh oh look at that racist cop and look at this and look at that there's always a peter mckay ad that pops up right before the bad stuff starts happening Those not in the know, our conservative party here in Canada is having a leadership race, and the the front runner is Peter McKay, and his ads pop up everywhere. I'm like, man, I'm like, if I was running for a political office or a leadership for a party, I think I'd make sure, I'd want Facebook to make sure it's like, yeah, if there's any racist or any pornographic or anything awful, can you please not put my ads (laughs) in those clips, please? Like, is that too hard to ask? You know, or maybe he wants them there. I don't know. Maybe it's done by design because, you know, well, you know, you know, it is what it is. So anyway, uh, we're doing a rare Saturday morning recording. This is weird. We're getting knocking this out of the uh, off because uh, tomorrow is the 21st of June. Tomorrow is Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to me. Uh, Roman, I'm, I wouldn't throw a rock in the schoolyard if I were you. So you never know, you know. I mean, uh, I love that joke where the guy runs in and he says, uh, hey, guys, uh, he goes, I just found out my sister's pregnant. Everybody goes, oh, congratulations. He goes, yeah, I'm going to be a dad. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so it is Father's Day tomorrow, um, but also, too, another huge event uh, six years ago tomorrow. Uh, it is my, uh, my, mine and my wife's anniversary. In six years. It's been six years already. Apparently, I'm supposed to get itchy next year. I don't something know. It's like <laughs> something like that. I'm not, I'm not sure. So happy anniversary to my wife. I don't know. Yeah. My my wife doesn't listen to the show. So, you know, it's, you know, there's. 
she's okay. still disconnected from the show with us. No. I'm, I'm just like, uh, sometimes I'll say stuff to my buddies who are married just to mess with them. And I go, um, I saw Gus uh, last night or two nights ago. Right. And uh, I brought him, uh, I, I went to see my parents. I helped them with their, their garbage and uh, right. Because it's, it, it doesn't come to the curb. They got to walk it around a huge building and stuff like that. And it's ridiculous. Okay. I go once every week or a couple of weeks. I bring them stuff. She gives me stuff, and then I take all their garbage. And okay. And so I, I, I go see Gus, and I hand him the cable, and I'm like, uh, you know, we had a conversation, and I said right before you leave, I said, you know, I'll give Jamie a kiss. Jamie being his wife, and um, <laughs> well, you know, you gotta these days he could be his husband. You never know, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course, yeah. So I asked Jamie being his wife, and he was, like, yeah, yeah, I sure do. I said, you know what you do. And this is where I'm not right. Okay. This is, I go, what you do is when you're in a moment of passion with your wife, not, not having sex or anything, just, yeah. just a passionate kiss. I mean, <laughs> give her the old French kiss with the tongue and everything and extremely like right in there. And she pulls back, she goes, oh, what was that for? And you just give her that look and you go, oh, right, right. That was for Mike. Um, or that was from Rob. <laughs> that was from Rob. Yeah, that was from yeah. your best friend's name out there. Exactly. You know, I ever go? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna stop you right in the middle of that. It's like, because you know, when you're in a real passionate kiss with your wife, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, no, no. Okay. This guy's not married. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, <laughs> you, you, yeah, that's uh, you know, that's that's from Steve. Yes. You know, just, just have her like, just all of a sudden go, like, oh, what the hell, man? <laughs> just, it's the grossest thing. <laughs> Who's the finger in the ass for? Oh, oh that's from Bill at the office. <laughs> Bill at the office. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the problem Bill is, she's, she's, said, stick, I hope you see your wife and stick a finger in her ass. Well, he said, no, no, no. That was Bill from the wife's office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill, right. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Um, or yeah, there's always that joke where it's like, uh, I'll be at work and I'm like, Hey man, hey, does your wife still do that thing with her tongue? And they'll look at you like, what? I'm like, Oh, she does it. Oh, get her too. It's awesome. <laughs> You'll thank me later. Or if they say, yeah, it's like, okay, great. You high five. And the guy walks it off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she hasn't yet. Oh, well, please. <laughs> yeah. The, the job site on a construction site compared to a corporate office is oh. so you know, because you, I, we just can't say anything. Right. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't. It was like a, a wife beater or a bitch beater shirt. Yeah. You got to be careful and, and, and just kind of, kind of work around it. Right. Yeah. You know well, I mean? if, you're, if you're, if you're know, wearing. Like, you know, they refer to it as a beater, but sometimes with a name in front. Yeah. And uh, the, then one guy, like I was thinking bitch beater, the other guy, he goes, oh yeah. He goes, sometimes with a W. Well, no, dude, not, not a wife beater. That's fucking misogynist what the fuck dude why is that the first thing you went to yeah exactly <laughs> throw him under the bus anybody hey. could be a girl could be a dog it, like it just could be anybody a wife that's extremely specific uh, yes exactly and it's like why what what have you done bill yeah why is that on your lips bill like <laughs> you brought it up hey, hey apparently we fell in the hole and we found why why are you wearing that particular undershirt in a corporate office anyway? <laughs> like, come on. You need to go beat your wife when you get home, Bill. Yeah. Like ours, our Here's your buddy, we're canceling Bill. Yeah. Our, <laughs> our job sites again in the, in the construction industry is just brutal. And especially apprentices. Like, 
like you got to have thick, thick skin because some of them, or you have to roll with the punches and it's not, you know, like, it's not like we're, it's, it, but it's gotta be funny. Exactly. Like if it's rude, if it, if it's mean, it's no, it's offside. Like it, it, but it's gotta be funny. And normally it's in front of all the other, the rest of the crew and you don't, you don't, throw somebody out of the bus it's like it's like oh i have this oh i can zing you come on let's go over with the boys and then i'll say that line i was thinking about in my head you'll, you'll make a joke and uh, about your, your wife's boobs uh, you know guy's wife's boobs yeah but it's something funny and then somebody else right after will step and go yeah you have his big tits okay yeah that's not funny yeah that's not funny no that, yeah, yeah. you're an idiot and he's like why you said he said something smart and funny you sound like an idiot. Yeah, you're just piling on with stupidity. <laughs> yeah, you're just being crass, and crass isn't funny. I know it sounds like splitting hairs, but you know it. You know it, it is what it is. So, off wives' boobs. Um, it, it, speaking of wives, but I don't know boobs. It's Father's Day tomorrow. So, anything? Uh, and you got anything planned specifically? You want to? You want to see pops? Or are you gonna? Yeah, I, I, we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna try to do a Zoom call, and yeah. and, uh, and then uh, at least give him a call. You know, yeah, of course. Because we still can't visit him because it's still too risky. Well, yeah, exactly. He's an older gentleman, so you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, he's he high risk. Paranoid too. He doesn't even. Even when I, I go bring stuff to my mom, he's like, <laughs> "Like you spent way too much time out there." It's like, well, we weren't near each other. Like somebody walked up, dropped something. Somebody backed up. The other person walked up, grabbed it. We're still doing that process. Right. Right. So we just just to be safe because we don't want to contaminate my mom. We'll contaminate my dad, and he's high risk. So yeah. No, we were all taking proper steps and want to make sure. So, but it was, it's, you know, it's nice. Just to want to acknowledge the day. Yeah. And we, and I still live in one of the three cities that are considered like um, the nucleus. Yeah. Know, of all You're not that. in phase two. We're not in phase two. We're still in phase one. Yes. I can't get a haircut to save my life. I could have wow. went to a different town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm in a phase two region higher. Like in our province's province is uh we have different stuff. We have phases and different things can open up at different times. And yeah. And yeah, you're now back up North, which is, ext- it's much lower risk. Oh yeah. Even Cause nobody's on like phase one, you guys could be in phase three. Nobody would notice. Yeah. Like, did you, have you thought, um, the, like, um, just, have you noticed like you haven't caught a cold in forever? Cause we've been, nobody's shaking hands. Yeah. Everybody's, if you're going out, a lot of people are wearing masks. If, if anybody's feeling a, a cold coming on or something like they immediately quarantine themselves. Like it's like, it's fantastic really. And the kids aren't in school or in daycares where they're That's swimming. Why the, the deniers and the hoaxers are like, like they're like, Whoa, look, uh, 70,000 people a year die from the flu. Uh, <laughs> look, we're only at 130,000 people. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, 130,000 people hidden in our houses. Yeah. What was the last time you gave someone a high five? <laughs> So and I dole out high fives like crazy. Like, he's like, next time, come on over, come on in, we'll have a beer. I'm like, oh no, I said, are we still like not? And I really, I'm like, oh dude, we're still in lockdown mode. Like in my head. Yeah. Like, nah, I hear he says you can come in and have a beer. And I said, okay. I said, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, sure. Um, Jamie, Jamie Mocker just uh, chimed in. He's saying subdued Father's Day hashtag COVID. Yes, exactly, Jamie. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So we we mentioned before, um, sports is looking at coming back. But they're doing like the NBA, all the teams. It's almost like a like an Olympic village where they're going to have all quarantined and they're going to do it all in Orlando. Uh, baseball's trying to put together some schedule together. Hockey's going to do the same. Yeah, but see, hockey, 
maybe soccer, maybe basketball, uh, even baseball. baseball could be set up. But I think hockey is specifically set up perfectly for COVID. So for those who don't know, when you go back to the bench, right, the bench is separated in in like like one third and two thirds. Yeah, it's literally boards around yeah. you. Yeah. So each door, one door is for the defenseman, so that they can cycle in and out, and the other door is for the offense for them to cycle in and out. Right. Right. So they have already segregated the bench. So all you right, got to right. do is if you get somebody with COVID, just put them at the end of the bench. <laughs> <laughs> They're already way over there. Well, they don't play. But the problem is there's a lot of teams uh, coming out with um, a lot of people are like the Phillies, Philadelphia Phillies have like four or five positive COVID tests coming back like this. I don't think this thing can happen I, as much as I wanted to. Oh, no. Well, because, you know, like our, fr- our friends in America, right. you know, their country was formed by revolution. So anytime the government decides to put some rules down, you know, they think they see it as oppression and then they start rebelling. Right. And so now uh, the highest cases in one day, <laughs> one state is over like 3,400 cases. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was like Florida for 44 in, in over three days, but now mm-hmm. it's, I can't say if it's Illinois, I can't say specifically nope. one, one state, 3,400 cases. Eventually, and a lot of the, especially the deniers, yeah. You know, a lot of those guys are getting it and getting sick and then like changing their tune. I thought it was a hoax. I well, thought- there's a few, there's a few pastors that passed away. It's like, no, let my flock into the church. Then he immediately got sick and died. It's like, well, yeah, that's what happens. Like, uh, and I think, did you see the Bill Burr clip this week? He was talking with Joe Rogan and I Joe Rogan, that. Joe Rogan was kind of poo-pooing masks and now he's getting shit for it. But Bill Burr is like, you know what? I'm going to take the advice of the CDC or whatever they have in the States. I mean, they're the medical professionals. I'm not going to listen to some Joe Rogan guy. You mean smoking a cigar in front of American flags thing? Cause he doesn't personally. No, I'm going to listen to a, I'm going to listen to a fucking doctor and they're joking around, but it is 1000% true. It's like, don't listen to your favorite newscaster or their opinion or opinion polls or even the Roman potting cast. Except for this, listen to us, listen to your medical professionals. <laughs> That's this is the way. Okay, I know we're going in circles here, but this is where you should be listening. To we people. may not give good advice, but at least on this, right? Yeah, at least at this. So, uh, with sports, I apologize by the way. The I don't know if you're hearing the lawnmower, but my neighbor decided now's a great time to cut his lawn. Nope, no, I hear nothing. So, we're we're in good shape. So, with the uh, we're talking about sports coming back, and sports is gone, and it's made me kind of nostalgic. I wanted to ask you, do you have any specific, what's your favorite, do you have any, just for talking points, do you have any favorite sports memories? Like, do you have any, like, like stuff as a kid or even as an adult? Stuff well, every needed? time, obviously, the Habs won the Cup. Uh, there was always great times. The Montreal Canadiens, yeah, for our American friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, those were always fun. I mean, we had, uh, uh, and it, you know, those were few and far between, 86, 93. And in there, you know, of course, your teams have also won. Yep. You know, and uh, so, I, I mean, obviously the Raptor, the Raptors was a big one. Yes, because it was so long coming. But also other teams like Detroit, uh, like it was like fifty four years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was the Rangers. I can't. Uh, well, Detroit at the time had 
had not won since like 1962 or whatever it was. And when they won their fun, their cup. So that was a big moment. Teams that have gone decades and decades, right, not the right. Leafs, fuck the Leafs, yeah, but no, everybody no. else. Chicago Cubs winning in 15. Yeah, Chicago Cubs breaking that curse. Yeah. Um. For, for me, I've always had this thing. Uh, everybody was so happy when the Rangers won the cup. But my my favorite team is the New Jersey Devils. Now, again, I've explained this before, but that was done out of rebellion. The Devils moved from, from Colorado to New Jersey when I was like 10 years old. Cool name. Everybody up here where we're from is a Habs or a Leafs fans because no, the Ottawa Senators weren't even back by then. Mm-hmm. So out of a rebellious kid, oh, Devils, cool name. That's my team. And then I, I, to my credit, I stuck with them, but they were really fucking horrible. For a long, if you remember the green and red devils, like they were the, they were the Rockies. They were, they were, well, they were the, when they came in, they were the Kansas city scouts in 76. Then they moved to the Colorado Rockies and then they moved to Jersey in 82. Right. So I was like, and it had nothing to do with New Jersey, the location. Cause for me as a kid, Toronto or, or Montreal was just as far as, you know, I mean, New, New, Newark, New Jersey, like it wouldn't, it didn't matter. So that's my team. I stuck with them. I got to see them win their first cup. I saw them win three, but their first one in 95. And for me, I guess because you were, you finally got to taste it with the Raptors, but because you were born into the Montreal Canadiens, you already had this historic, lots of cups, lots of, lots of championships. And then you oh, finally the got dynasty. The, yes, the dynasty dynasties. So you finally got to see your team in 86, 93, win the cup, with your own eyes, right? So yeah, for me, I watched the Oilers go four years in a row before that. Yeah, exactly. You know, thinking, but they weren't my team, but it was amazing to watch as a kid. Yeah, exactly. So for me, I was able to see my team come from nothing to finally the top of the mountain. Uh, yep. But there's a few other things. Remember Ray Bork? Everybody loves Raymond. He won a Stanley Cup with Colorado. He was a lifelong Boston Bruins player. He was never at it. He made it to the finals like once or twice. Never won the cup, so he got traded. He wanted he signed with a team just specifically. He's like, I love Boston. I don't want to leave Boston, but I really want to win a cup. So he went with Colorado. He won the cup that year. They won in seven games, but they beat the New Jersey Devils. I was the only one anywhere not cheering for Ray Bork that during that series. Uh, you and and and. And Rob, Rob, and Rob yeah. the other Rob, <laughs> yeah, the other Rob, the other Devils fan here. So for me, it was like I was happy to see Ray Bork win a cup, but I lost. I watched my team lose Game Seven in the Stanley Cup Final, and that is devastating. I was happy that he won a cup, and I was happier he wasn't with Boston anymore. Yeah, and and you're happy because you probably didn't have to listen to me for another year, going woo repeat. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So well, for I me, I assisted you in celebrating your wins. Yeah, yeah, of course. We uh, when the Devils won their first cup, I we saw it at a bar. Um, one of our close friends was a Detroit fan. Devils swept Detroit. We had a bet. He had the he was singing in a band, and he had to finish the set wearing my New Jersey Devils jersey. It was very humiliating for him. Uh, we we left the bar, and I was in the back. Literally, it sounds podunk, hick town, but it was. I was in the back of a pickup truck. You and I were in the back. Our buddy was driving. And I had a brew in my hand and I'm waving it. And Roman's like, scream, wave the broom. I'm like being very tentative. He's like, enjoy it. Like, I just didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, is this what you do when they would shit? Like, but, and you're telling me in the moment, like this may never, ever happen again. You had, you almost said you had this presence of mind to, to let me know, enjoy it because 
this could be a once in a lifetime thing. You, you, you've known I was a fan forever and this finally happened. And you were, you had, you were like the calming voice where like, take, smell the roses, take it in, enjoy it. Like, I think it was like three months later, I woke up and I'm like, holy fuck, they won the cup. Like it finally sank in. Like, And it disappeared so fast. Yes. Like, like right now we're, we're enjoying an extended period for the Raptors because it was COVID thing. Yeah. But in reality, like it, it could have easily been wiped out. And See, and that's, and that's where you got to feel that first chance. Like when you're yeah, watching I, and you're- I, I felt in 86, but then 87, 88, and then 89, they went back and they lost to Calgary in the finals. Oh, right? it went to the halves. Yeah. And then 90, 91, 92, 93. Oh, they won again. And then since 93, they haven't won. So your moments for when your team wins, you know, even the New England Patriots now are going to go through quite the dry spell. Yeah. Right. And it's great when you're winning. Enjoy it in the moment. Enjoy your time and have fun and celebrate. Because it's they don't come along too often in life. You need to celebrate. You can't. What's going to happen is you're going to regret not going full out on your celebration. Now, I don't mean doing coke on some titties and then. You know, driving a car uh, into, uh, you know. No, not, not like Vancouver riots. Yeah. Not that celebration. But but for you, like, think about it. I remember you specifically saying to me, again, 25, 30 years ago, oh, the Habs win a cup every seven years. They've never gone more than seven years without winning a cup. Yeah, at least every decade they won a cup. And again, yeah, every time, yeah. And and so, so that was the math. And you were 1,000% right. Except all of a sudden now, it's it's been... 27 years after they open after they've opened up to all the european players and after they changed the formats and, and well also too wasn't there a period where the habs had if there was a, a, a quebec born player they had first stab at them we regardless of they had a lock on a lot of quebec born players so yeah. yeah regardless of their draft and then and then all of a sudden then all of a sudden it opened up and then pittsburgh oh we'll take lemieux thanks <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like he would have been a canadian if those rules stayed in like so yeah, and, and but even then, back in in, in eighty six and ninety three, they they started opening it up. It used to be ninety percent Canadian. Yeah. Then it eventually, I think. And then started. and then how many how many percentage of them would be from Quebec? You know what yeah. I mean? So you had yeah. you had, yeah, quite a bit, right? Exactly. Know, Quebec really puts money into their amateur sports. Yeah. So when we go to the Olympics, right? The it's majority a lot of French people, yeah. winners, the majority of them are usually from Quebec. Yeah, that'd be like having an NBA team, except you getting first pick out of all the American players. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, wait, what? Like, it's so, you know, come on. Anyway, so here we are. Uh, Back in my life, a little bit of MJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You would, your team would look like the dream team that went to the Olympics in like, what, exactly. 92 or something. Anyway. Sports moments. Uh, if you have any tweet out of Sherem, uh, just because we're in a little dry spell. That again, my Devils' first win was huge for me, uh, and uh, it's uh, you know it's just something we. Yeah. It, it, and no matter what you follow, whether it's darts or soccer, yeah, or football, if you yeah. follow the foot. Oh, I'm I'm wearing a New York Giants cap right now. Uh, the Buffalo Bills wide right was huge for me. That was amazing because it it was I saw it. I when Giants won their first Super Bowl, I was still I was cognizant of it and was watching football, but it was like I was still very young. Yeah. But when but when they when you when they start winning when you're in high school, that's when you're really taking the stuff in, right? Like, yeah, and it's like people are like, well, you know, to the team, you know what? No, but you know what? You feel like you're part of it, and even if it's not sports, no matter what you do, if it's something personal, you know, it's, a, it's escapism. 
it's not it's not arrogant and all that. You said like, oh, I want to be humble. Yeah, you can be humble. Yeah, you get to celebrate because there's something so cathartic about it where you're yeah. just kind of like you're spent, like you just fucking blew your wad everywhere. Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's amazing. Well, actually, if you I'll sleep for three days now, if you remember, you know, remember that book that came out in the '90s? It was uh, "Men Are from Mars, Women are, Women Are from Venus." Women have a penis, right? Yep. Yeah, no, no, no. Women are from Venus. Uh, there was a specific chapter in there explaining why men like football and it was basically i remember my father's girlfriend at the time oh you should read this this is really great he broke down and read it and then he's like oh my god and he saw his chapters like this excuses me from watching sports because it was like yeah men like it because they get into it and they 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 have that tribalism and there's this i, I don't hunt, right it has to do with like, yeah with with the hunt for the win and this and that and so and you get to root on your players and cheer them on and you feel the just and it was basically breaking down the psychological profile of a dude on his couch on a sunday yeah and it, and i'm like oh really that's fantastic i read it and i'm like oh yeah you're right like it's it's fan so it was one of those she was trying to get him to be oh come on you got to be blah 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 for whatever the case i don't know but it was his like third or fourth fiance. I can't remember. I could never keep up with my father. So you, you met him. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's, that, that was one of those things. So yeah, it was, it, there is an actual thing. I, I know it's hard to explain, but yeah, there's, there is a, a scientific approach to it that explains it. So that being said, I hope uh, sports comes back, but comes back safely. Don't do it if you can't do it safely. And we're all looking forward to cheering on something other than cheering on, a virus to go away yeah or, or riots or, or yeah exactly riots go yeah or like just injustices to go away like it just we need something we need something positive you mean and again it's not the cure it's just a distraction it's just i mean we're not trying to ignore all the issues same thing with the roman podcast we're not a political show if you're listening to this and you're in it for a laugh that's fine that's great we're not the cure for anything we're just a distraction so yeah. that being said other stuff but i mean not <laughs> Yeah, no. That's the social stuff. No. Um, you want to do some unsolicited advice? Yes. All right, here we go. I'm going to queue up this week's. I have this right next to me. I didn't even notice. I'm sorry. This is for the people watching on the live cast there. There you go. Oh, yeah, here, Lemieux. That's my little, my little Jaeger. Jaeger. Oh, a little Jaeger. Okay. I didn't remember, oh, right. remember this? Yeah. Lindros? Lindros, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> yeah, remember when this cost me 30 bucks? In, okay, a hockey, Lindros hockey card? What's that? What's it, what's it worth now? Three dollars. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah. yeah, early nineties. concussions. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Unsolicited advice. So here it goes. Hi. So I've been with my boyfriend for almost seven months now. At the beginning, it was great. He always had time for me, complimented me, and just generally made me feel loved. We didn't end up seeing each other for two months because of the coronavirus. Now we've started seeing each other again, but it feels different. Like when we talk. Over text, he mostly gives me blunt replies, which leads me to think he doesn't really want to speak to me. He never compliments me or even says he misses me or loves me uh, unless I say it first. He's basically replying, right? Um, now I've recently been asking him to see me and I keep getting the same answers, which is, I don't know, maybe. And he never ends up seeing me. He always comes up with an excuse when I try to talk to him about not seeing each me very much we work together so the only time we actually now see each other is when we're both working which isn't that often i've tried speaking to him about it but we i'm not getting very far i do believe he loves me 
Well, uh, because I doubt he'd say it if he didn't mean it. <laughs> but when it when he when that doesn't explain that doesn't explain why he's acting like this. What am I to do? I just want him to love me like he used to. I'm really starting to be upset. So nothing incentivizes men to love some somebody when a woman goes, "Love me." Well, yeah, exactly. So it's what she's saying. She's been with him seven months, but two of them were in quarantine and they didn't see each other uh, because of the coronavirus. So they had a lovey-dovey thing, or maybe he was, but now he's just kind of over her. So yep. in my personal opinion, just by what I'm reading that, he's just trying to ghost her. He just doesn't, he's, he's done. Yeah, but there's a reason for it. Right? Yeah, either. Not the reason. What's it, not the reason? She is not the reason. No, no, no. The reason, the reason that he's trying to ghost her is that while he was in quarantine, he was bored and decided to go play with Tinder. Maybe. There's no doubt that he's his attention, because if there's nobody else, he'd be putting his attentions back on her. Right. He's alone. He's been whacking his willy. For two months. You know, and finally, he gets to go put it in another person, and he goes, ah, like, I don't know. Guarantee you, <laughs> during the fucking COVID, during the quarantine, he snuck out. Went and just went and went Panani land. Well, probably, hopefully wore a mask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and because there's all these uh, desperate people out there, I guarantee you his attention is somewhere else. There's no way he would just stop. Be like, oh, I'm not interested in you now. Or be like, oh, okay. No, he's like, oh, I don't want to tell her. Uh, the reason I don't want to be with her is because I started fucking surfing, you know, other sites for other and women. And the reason why he replies, this is, and again, we don't know this guy, but the reason why he replies, oh, I love you too, when she says it to him, is he doesn't want that conversation yet. Because if he's, if she says, I love you, and he's like, yeah, well, you're not going to say or, that? I mean, if there's legitimate reasons, it's just like, you spend enough time alone to go, you know what, this ain't so bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's holding on me. Nobody's not. It's like every time I go, I'm get off my hand. Well, I, I knew somebody years ago that used to could not not be with somebody. Always had to be in in the run up into in the early stages of dating excitement to instantly engage to instantly married. And I remember one, at the one of the last ones, it was like he was like, "Oh, oh I bet this girl. Okay, let's move in." And, she, and she's like, "No, no, 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 no. Let's leave it for a year, and then we can move in." So if, uh, and then a year goes by and she's like, okay, let's move in. And he's like, oh, you know what? This is really not that bad. I like this. <laughs> so, no, I think I'm good. I'm going to stay, stay alone. Jamie, Jamie Mocker chimes in. He says, there's a movie about that. He's just not that into you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think uh, Jamie's right. I think you're right, Rowan. I think, uh, I don't know if it was something, it was just. Now for her, like what she needs to do is just confront him. Don't write and don't write an article questioning. Well, what do I do? Just go talk to them. Yeah, things are like this. They're like this now. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, have things changed? And if so they have, so be it. He, he might dance around it the first couple of times, but eventually he's going to come out and bark out his answer. And yeah. then you know it'll hurt. Of course, yeah. But that's the way things are. So you're telling her to go, just go rip off that bandaid, figure it out. Because yeah, she otherwise, she seems like the type of person who would let this drag out up until he becomes the bad guy right? does something. And he may never do that. He may not never want to be the bad guy and we'll drag her along for another year. Yeah. 
and then finally it'll explode one day and go like, is it fucking obvious? Is yeah. Fucking yeah. And again, here? we're not saying this out of, oh, this is we're high and mighty. And this is what you see. We're saying this because I'm assuming both of us have been in her shoes, literally, where it's like, wait, what's changed? Yeah. Like something's off. I mean, like some, there's a glitch in the matrix all of a sudden. It's like, I remember when I was uh, in my 20s, even when I was dating, I was the easiest person to break up with. Now, I know, shocking, right? By <laughs> looking at me. Hey, you're kind of an asshole. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I remember dating Sony, and then she's like, ah, oh, something was off. And I'm meeting, like, what's wrong? Well, no, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm like, no, no, there's something wrong. Come on. Like, just, I mean, and I, and I wasn't, and she's like, well, I'm thinking this. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. She goes, you're not mad. I'm like, well, no, I'm disappointed, but I'm, I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me. You mean, so yeah, that's, a, it's, I'm, I do, I'm sorry. that's why I got them all caged down here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I mean caged. <laughs> when you mean, you mean like more like a well, like <laughs> lotion well. Apparently physically caged is better than emotionally caged these days. So. <laughs> exactly. So listen, lady, we know what you're feeling. And again, it's just rip that bandaid off, fix that. And then it, and again, if he's not into you, then you can sooner. Yeah, it's going to hurt, but you can start healing now rather than in six months from now when he finally just tells you to F off. Like, so. Yeah, exactly. All right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take care of some housekeeping before we get out of here. Remember, if you want to find the show on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Roman Potting Cast. You can find myself. I'm at Robert MM Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Roman LeBeau, you can find him, the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram, and Roman Citizens on absolutely everything else, including Snapchat, um, fof.com, Christian Grinder. Uh, wifebeaters.com. Wifebeaters.com. <laughs> I'm sporting all the, the latest fashion. Slash on the man. Yeah. <laughs> the what? Slash on the man. I'm slash on the man. <laughs> if you uh, also, if you want to find uh, our merch, speaking of uh, wife beaters, yeah, you could you could get our logo on a wife beater. Uh, you go to romanpodcast.com or .ca. Don't do that. Don't do that. You can. It'll take you right to our T Public store. You can get our logo or Vintage logo or coronavirus logo or or uh, Christmas logo. I might even throw our Pride logo up there too. You can put it on anything you want. RomanPodcast.com for all your RomanPodcast merch. Tasty nudes. You have any taste nudes you want to send Roman? Send them to romanpodcast at gmail.com. I'm a happily married man. You have any tasteful nudes? I, yeah, it's my anniversary tomorrow, but I can view a tasteful nude as long as it's artful. Same address, Rob, romanpodcast at gmail.com for your tasty and tasteful nudes. And, oh, yes, I almost forgot. The uh, networks are on. Points of Interest Podcast Network, the MC Podcast Network, the Tangible Network, and we're also sponsored by Emotionally 14. And I implore everyone to Google all four of those places for podcast recommendations. Yeah, I know you, you, you're people asking every day, just go there, real simple fix. You'll have everything you're, you'd ever want or need in podcasting. Last but not least, the review reach round. Would you like to give Roman or Rob a review reach round? Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a star rating review. We call that the review reach around. Yep, that's a five-star. What do you mean it's f- that kisses from Roman? He already delivered it in person last week. Reach around. <laughs> Reach around. So until next week, I'm Rob Gast. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. You are listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find us at poipodcast.com. Make pod. Hi, this is Mark. Congratulations. You have found this amazingly awesome show. Chances are you're listening to it right now on whether it's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or some other mobile app that allows you to stream this amazingly awesome show to your ear holes. And I can't stress how 
awesomely amazing the show really is. But did you know that you can also catch the latest episode of this show on the Tangibound Network? That's right. Go check out tangiboundnetwork.com. You can look them up and you can listen to it right there. It's even mobile friendly. What more could you ask for? Which means you can pull it up on your iPhone or your Android, even your Windows phone. Yeah, who has one of those? But still, point remains. You can do it. You can do it. Check it out. TangiboundNetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time. 